morning, but we only have a few minutes left of service, so I'm going to highly just modify this, and we're going to do a little intro into this final chapter of John 21. Please open up your Bibles. I believe it's to page 853, and we're just going to give a quick intro, and we'll dig deeper into it next week. John 21, we made it. We made it to the final chapter. We have been through every single chapter of John over the last year and a half. We started this series, Believe and Live, just after Easter of 2022. Easter, not of this year, but the previous year. Believe and Live was the whole idea to see as we look to the life of Christ and discover what Christ does for his children. Today in the scripture, it refers to his disciples as children. And it's one of the, I believe it's actually the only place in scripture which Jesus refers to his disciples as children. I'd like to read the scripture today, and then I'll give three quick points with a little wrap-up application, and then we'll talk about it more next week. How about that? We'll close in song as we always do. Such, so powerful. It's so great to worship together. So with that said, I hope you have your Bibles open. I believe the Pew Bibles is roughly 853, 854, something like that. And just follow along with me. Here we see the disciples have gone fishing. It says this, and let me add, this is like an appendix. It's like an epilogue. It's like that moment at the end of the movie when the credits appear. And in between the credits, you see pictures in black and white. And then maybe overlaid the picture in white lettering, shadowed it will say, a little later on. Well, here, we're seeing a little later on. What's going on still? You've seen it in movies. Later on, so-and-so got married to so-and-so. Later on, so-and-so became a millionaire. <laughs> well, here, we see what the disciples are doing, and we see what Jesus does also. Let's read. After this, verse 1 of John 21, after this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, another name for the Sea of Galilee. And as he revealed himself in this way, Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. Oh, I love those words. Sam, you love those words. I'm going fishing. Sometimes our, our wives love those words too as we give them a little break. Sometimes they hate those words because maybe we've had some flooring in our basement since last November that they want put down. Well, whatever the fact, no matter what they need to be doing or should be doing, the disciples, they've gone fishing. And it says this, they said to him, we will go with you. It's great to go fishing with a friend. A companion. They went out, got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Been there. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? Now he was a few hundred yards away, so maybe they just couldn't recognize him, couldn't see him very well. The sun's rising and, and there's a glare. Maybe Jesus in his glorious uh, in his glory, just was indistinguishable at this point. We don't know quite yet, but we do know they don't recognize him yet. But he yells out to them, children, do you have any fish? They answered, no, he said to them. Jesus said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. So they cast it and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. 
that disciple whom Jesus loved, John, therefore said to Peter, it is the Lord. He recognized this is Christ. This is the Lord. This is Jesus. How else could this happen? We've been fishing all night and all of a sudden this man just says, cast the net on the right side of the boat and they catch so many fish that they can't even drag the net into the boat. Sounds a little familiar from some other stories too, doesn't it? It goes on. That disciple whom Jesus loved, John, therefore said to Peter, it is the Lord. And when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment for his strip for work and threw himself into the sea. Now that, that through word in the Greek means something like dive. He, he just dived off the side of the boat as fast as he could. He wanted to be the first one to meet Jesus, to get to Jesus. The other disciples, they came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with fish laid out on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled that net ashore full of large fish. Maybe there's another miracle here. That net was so heavy they could not even drag it into the boat. But now Peter apparently just drags it ashore. Or maybe he had some help and we just don't need that info. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. It was obvious to them. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them. And so was the fish. Jesus, he's still serving his children. He's still serving his disciples. He's still serving his friend in this glorious state after the resurrection. He still cares about his disciples. He still cares about us too. It goes on. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said, you know all things. Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Feed my sheep. Verse 18, truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you're old, you'll stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me, follow me. Now I had a whole sermon wrote out for this. And like I said, we're going to save that for next week. But we use this as a little intro, but I do want to give you just three quick closing points here, which each have application. And some of it is just right in your face. Go fishing. No, <laughs> well, kind of. In a way, we have a lesson here. Go fishing, fishing for Jesus, fishing 
for men. The point number one here, though, that I want to show you is the love for Jesus. You see, we see three things. We see the love for Jesus in the scripture. We see the love from Jesus in the scripture. And then the third thing we see is of Jesus to his disciples. We see a reaffirmation in commissioning to these men. Let me share with you just briefly each one. Number one, the love for Jesus is seen in this scripture. I could go into great detail. We'll do that next week. But for now, I just want to point out Peter's actions. Peter sees, he's made aware, this is Jesus. And what's he do? He dives overboard. He grabs his garments. He grabs his clothes. And he jumps for Jesus. He swims to Jesus. Now, I find this just intriguing. I find this inspiring. I find this so motivating that he cared about nothing else in that moment except those clothes. Now, we can see a few things, and maybe it's, stre- maybe it's a stretch, but this is from the very first time I read this last week, I thought this. Jesus grabbed his clothes, and he swam to Jesus. Why? Well, for one, I think that he's leaving everything else behind. He grabbed his clothes because he knew he's not coming back to the boat to grab his clothes later. He's not going back to fishing for fish later. He's grabbing his clothes to get presentable for Christ, even though they're going to be wet. But he's grabbing his clothes and he's leaving the boat. He's leaving the fish. He's leaving the friends. He's leaving the work because all he cares about in that moment is a total commitment to getting to Christ. That's love for Jesus. That's a love for Jesus. And what a great love. 153 fish, it says. A net that is so heavy they could not even drag it onto the boat. That would be of great value. He didn't care about that. He cared about jumping over. Do we care about jumping over the boat? and getting to Jesus, and leaving everything else, anything else behind. Maybe it's our reputations. Maybe it's our finances as we give to his ministries and his will and his kingdom. What are we willing to give up and jump overboard for Jesus for? Number two, we see the love from Jesus. I said this was an epilogue or it's an appendix. It's kind of like that point where maybe you'd see what happens after the show is over. And some might have been wondering, is Jesus going to come back? Is he going to continue to care for his people? Well, right here, we have this scene. Jesus shows love for the disciples as he shows up. He shows up. And not only does he show up, but he doesn't show up and say, come to me and serve me. No, he shows up and he says, come have a seat at the table. I have blessings for you. Jesus continues to show love to his disciples today. He blesses us greatly. With each day, it might look a little different, but I guarantee you it's all for his will and his eternity because he is sovereign. He is king. Finally, number three, Jesus reaffirms the disciples, specifically Peter here, as he says three times, do you love me? Feed my lambs, feed my sheep. He had to say it three times because Peter, I think, is still remembering his denials of Christ. He's trying to bring something out of him to say, look, here's another chance. I'm going to ask you again, do you love me? And I think Peter, being a bit gun shy, a bit apprehensive, he continues to just say love in a way that's like a brotherly love or a friendship love. 
It's not a total commitment love. Not, not yet. So Jesus keeps asking again, do you love me? Do you really love me? Well, then feed my sheep. And in the end, I think Peter got it. He finally gets it. And Jesus even tells him what he has in store for him in the end. But it will all be for his glory and for his kingdom. Feed the sheep. Feed the sheep. I close with this. Do you see and believe Jesus? You see, they did not see Jesus at first. But then they opened their eyes to see the great miracles, the great wonders of God. And they saw him. They saw him. Squint your eyes. See the God winks. See the God sightings. See how he works in your everyday life. See and believe and follow Jesus. He says, follow me. He says, follow me. He says, tend to my lambs, tend to my sheep. Well, let me tell you two things about that in closing. You are a sheep of Christ. We need to care for ourselves, but we also need to care for others. And as we're talking about caring for the sheep here, we're talking about the truth needs proclaimed within our own lives and the lives of others. Now, the truth, that's the word of God. We can't care for ourselves properly if we're not first going into his word and into his presence. We can't care for others properly if we never encourage and challenge and strengthen them in the word and in prayer in his presence also. Feed his sheep. Love and continue his work. Believe and live. Let's close in prayer and song now. Lord, we thank you for your word, which, which continues to encourage, challenge, convict, edify us. We thank you, Lord, that you're not done with us. You've saved us. You make us new. But you don't just make me a new Patrick or a new Neil or a new, or a new Rick or a new um, Brian. You make us into a little bit more into Jesus with each day. Lord, you make us better than we could ever think we could be. And Lord, it's all for your glory. So we pray, Lord, with that, that we would feed the sheep. Lord, feed the sheep that we would believe and live and follow you and continue your work. And it's in your holy and